Welcome to Shrimp Cocktail, a dish best served cold, a place where the shrimps discuss our lives, housewives, and what is Becky hiding underneath those bangs. Hey guys. Hey. Hello, my shrimpies. How are you? I am good. I am feeling very good because wrapped up two long days and I don't have any more work this week. So it's like my Friday. I'm still like recovering. Oh, hell yeah. I thought you had more days ahead of you. Mm -hmm. When I was like, okay, it was like night when I was like, well, it's still dark out when I was pulling into set for like a six o'clock call time. And there was like a dog like crossing the street. And I was like, whose dog is that? And then it like started to go into the parking lot. And I realized it was a coyote. And like everyone is just like raw dogging it in the parking lot. So when I pulled in to the parking lot, I just started honking my horn. Like, <laughs> but I feel like people figured out why I was doing it pretty fast. But it's just like kind of a funny way to start the day. How common are coyote sightings where you are? Uh, more common than you think, especially like urban coyotes, because like even though I'm like with skyscrapers and stuff, they're adjacent they're in stanley park like they live there so they come into the city and they one of the girls was like i was trying to say hi but i didn't want to say hi and i was like no you're supposed to scare them. you're supposed to scare them it's like why would you scare them and i was like don't get them used to you yeah no. exactly you're not supposed to be accustomed to humans that's what they some of the rangers do they like accumulate them or whatever the word is being afraid of humans basically i never i'll never forget like that woman in cape breton who was murdered by like a horde of coyotes need a t-shirt with like a bunch of coyotes like never forget with like a wood <laughs> like a giant moon <laughs> um no but yeah they like they can be bad you know mm. it's like they're canines and if there was like hungry, a, you know? less than 100 attacks last year in Stanley park and so they started to call them off last year i don't think they did a call this year but uh basically they like fenced off all of Stanley park at night and did a poo poo poo. <laughs> Becky's doing finger guns right now for our audience. <laughs> I'm showing my boobs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Only to Peter. laughs> Real guns. But she's doing it and it's in a threatening way. <laughs> it's in my mouth. <laughs> you want to see more, don't you? That's for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, so you're wrapping up your week and yeah. my week's short because I'm going on vacation, I guess like vacation on Thursday. I'm going to the U.S., which will be fun. Where? I'm going to Rhode Island for oh, a friend's yay. wedding. Uh, so you yeah. get to see mom and dad? Well, okay. So mom and dad are in Florida and, but it's. Um, restaurant week in Newport so they were coming and coming up for that but now there's a hurricane hitting Florida so I don't know like it's like they're they could be a really affected so because they were going to fly up on Tuesday or Wednesday but now they have to like watch the boat to make sure it's not destroyed in the hurricane that's happening tonight and it's in Rhode Island or in Florida no the the, the boat's in Florida so they have to go to watch the boat that's so nerve-wracking no they're there now but they were going to come up for restaurant week in Newport. And now oh, okay. th they might not come up because we don't know what the damage is going to be in Florida. Well, uh, we were hoping to see them, but like. Can you imagine knows? just like your whole house just like floats away. Well, that's it. That's like the fear. Um, but that's could you get like safe harbor somewhere more north or something? But I guess. Uh, yeah, you, you don't have any choices in marinas. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I got. I was there once for like a pseudo hurricane. It was like a minor hurricane, mm -hmm. or I don't even know what you'd call it, but it was scary. It happened within like ten minutes because you're on the boat. Everyone gets like the same sort of intercom messages that everyone else is getting, like the harbor master or whatever. And it was just like harbor master being like, "People are stranded in the middle of the water. Go send help. Send help. We can't contact them." And it was like for an hour of like people. That that like, happened. Maybe when... like potentially dying in the water. Like we didn't know what was happening, but like you just you have to hear it. When me and Redacted were taking like the Aquabus, which is like this cute little ferry in like the False Creek. There yeah. was an announcement like that. That's like, someone's in the harbor. We need to yeah. rescue them. 
Like yeah, I was fun. seeing like lawn furniture fly in the sky when we um, experienced the hurricane. We were on the boat. Well, it was, I don't think you'd call it a hurricane. It was just like extremely high winds. Like a water like, spout. It, and, and it's like the beginning of the Wizard of Oz. And you were there. It was, honestly. And like, then the world turned to color. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I was thinking of you today and your Rhode Island in-laws because I was sitting next to a Floridian for the past two days at my little workstation. Oh, yeah. Where from Florida are they from? Orlando. Know? And cool. but she was like looked completely like normal. But I think I was like, <laughs> <laughs> she had all her teeth. Like. She wasn't like inbred or anything. But yeah, you would never guess. But I think I picked up an accent. Whenever we would like cut, I would be like, tell me a story about Florida. <laughs> <laughs> about Disneyland. And I just was like, I want to pretend that I'm there. It was actually really cold today and the snow is on the ground and stuff. So everyone's like complaining, holding was outside. But yeah. Um, we just like basically went off on like wild stories about florida like all day mm. like, all the stories about disney world because i'm obsessed you know me and disney she had been like working for like she's younger than me and she's been in the biz for 22 years and you admitted to her that you're a disney gay well i was about to talk about that but i already outed myself in several ways i was like it's like we're at the office and we're jim and pam no just kidding I'm <laughs> and then i'm like just kidding i'm oscar <laughs> you're creed I know, I was thinking I'm, like, more Creed, but I forgot his name. Or, or no, you're, um, what's her name? Um, Meredith. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, I'm such a Meredith. Oh my god, who are their office, Sun, Moon, Rising? Okay, office, Sun, Moon, Rising. Sun, I am, I think, I want to say I'm Oscar. No, you're not stupid. But no, Oscar, was, I was thinking of Oscar. Oscar's of, the gay one. I was thinking of the the one who spilled the beans. Oh, that's, um, what's his name? Um, I want to say his name is Blarge, but his name isn't Blarge. Yeah, so Blarge Moon. Okay. <laughs> um, I think, what's the one who is uh, Mindy Cowley's character? Oh, uh, God, Him. she's my favorite it's character. It's like Kelly Kapoor. Kelly. I think Kelly Kapoor's son. Definitely. Do you know? Do you remember the like? No, Kelly Kapoor Rising. Kelly Kapoor Rising. Sorry. What minor character? Sorry. I want to be like. I want my like moon to be like Robert California. Do you remember that character? No. <laughs> He's the best. Oh, it was um, when James Spader came on. As you know, when they were like after um, Michael left as the boss, they had to get all these like new actors to play the boss. Mm-hmm. He briefly was like their boss, and his name was. Like Robert California, and he was scary. David Spade? <laughs> no, um, James Spader. Uh, okay. Who was uh, Catherine Tate's character? I liked her. Oh, good question. I loved her character. Oh, I don't know. I haven't watched The Office in like years. Okay. This but is really, great. really hard content. Us not knowing the names of any characters. Exactly. And it's like the most basic, like straight bro show now. I can't even like justify watching it now. Like, but... I always say, like, when I'm trying to demean someone, I'm like, he looks like he wears a Dunder Mifflin shirt. I know. It's like the most basic, like, I have no personality. Like, when my friends are, like, on um, Tinder and stuff, I'm just like, he is giving Dunder Mifflin t-shirt on the weekends. My friends are on Grindr. Tinder, but <laughs> I, I have friends on Grindr, too. I'm an ally. <laughs> I have friends on Raya, I swear. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I could get on because I'm sure there's just like actors that are on it here that have like no options. You know, you should try. Yeah. Be like, I'm a DJ. <laughs> I'm a dog mom. Dog mom of when? <laughs> so what else is new? Did you watch anything fun this weekend? I'm almost done Big Mouth. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know what else to watch. What have you watched? Well, I watched Barbarian. Mm-hmm. I was going to watch, put that on my list. but Well, it is on um, my list, but I didn't have time to watch it. I want to discuss it with you because it was so good. It, it's something I think you would get a lot out of it. It's it's definitely like um, one of the best horror movies I've seen in years. Really? Uh, yeah, it's so entertaining and um, unexpected. And there's not a single moment that's boring. It's just like, bam, bam, bam. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. And bam, bam, bam. I think it it plays into themes of like like toxic masculinity is like i think the overarching villain in the movie which 
ties into, I think, what we're about to talk about with White Lotus. <laughs> you're like, Peter, you're a toxic masculinity. You love that because you do you it. love being toxic. <laughs> I definitely had the word toxic masculinity in my notes somewhere. You and Grindr are like toxic mask for mask. I'm like, no fats, no femmes. <laughs> what are you drinking, Rebecca? Uh, this is green jasmine tea. With no alcohol? You're working tomorrow? No, no alcohol. It's late. Hey, want to know a fun fact? Okay, well, we know that Orlando is like the child actor like factory. So that's why my friend had been working there. If it's like on a cold day, they put ice cubes in the kids' mouths because then it won't make steam. Ew! (laughs) (laughs) She was like telling me all these fucked up stories too about how one time she was like with the mouse on like a docked like cruise ship and it was like no air conditioning on like a 30 degree or like a 100 degree day or whatever. And in right between takes like the mouse like looked at her and was like sorry kid and like took off his head (laughs) (laughs) okay for a second i didn't know what you're talking about mickey mouse and i just thought you're talking oh i just say the mouse no yeah 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 Okay, you're talking like biz terms because you said the mouse, and so everyone's in the know that you're talking about Mickey. Yeah, cause... but we can't now that we're on I have the podcast, we can't say his full name because you know that they redacted say. mouse. Yeah, <laughs> redacted mouse. Mickey redacted. <laughs> yeah, Mickey redacted. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, well that's scary. I know it's a sorry kid, and it's like. <laughs> mole man underneath starts like smoking cigarette yeah there's a lit cigarette <laughs> like, like a, already a been up cigar the smoke just like comes out of the mask <laughs> when he lifts it up robin is there it's robin <laughs> she's asleep <laughs> robin the redacted mouse <laughs> we knew that mickey had some problematic years but not like this. That's crazy, though. Crazy. Yeah. How about the ice cube? I don't like that. I know, but apparently they still do it as like a trick of the biz. Well, I guess it's not child abuse because it's like it's, it's like a pretty minor, ball. but it's creepy. I know, and then they put it in their butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's necessary because yeah. if you see the steam, it's like you're so funny. You're faster than today just takes you out of the scene <laughs> the chussy steam uh, <laughs> these kids are in in the queue <laughs> <laughs> i heard the weather's warm over there it's not it's cold oh, okay did it switch you heard wrong well, we got the first snowfall. We got the misinformation spreading lies over here. Queen and king of misinformation. Daisy is misinformation. <laughs> Daisy redacted. Daisy Wild Rose. Oh, I forgot that the Alberta license plate is Wild Rose Country. <laughs> country. <laughs> no <laughs> O, just a country. <laughs> healing journey yeah you just like go to alberta and everyone is whitney probably it's like the cover of curb your enthusiasm but whitney's (laughs) instead of larry david her with her husband like when they were doing that like oh no just like yeah i know i'm glad we're not recapping it but that scene that could say i'm glad he got fired yeah, I know. I'm all for sex positivity, but that was disgusting. I draw the line. Yeah. Oh, that was nasty. It was that was actually my definition of that's nasty. It was like scat porn. I definitely skipped through. It was it. scat. I know. It was giving scat. <laughs> Scatological. It was. We eat the poo-poo. Why are you gay? Yeah, I know. I feel like those are the same guys. <laughs> do you have anything else to say for yourself uh no do you have an no, outfit nothing. for this wedding 
a wedding event? Okay. Well, I borrowed a dress from our close mutual friend. Um, it's kind of slutty, but we'll see. Euphoria vibes. Lucia Maybe. vibes. Lucia. It's a it's like a it's really cute. It's like a purple velvet dress, but it's very plunging. And there's a really high slit up the side. <laughs> up the redacted. Being... <laughs> <laughs> it shows but all you redacted. Me being um who I am, I hemmed the dress today. For being higher or lower? I made the the like chest part go up a lot higher and then I did, undid the slit. <laughs> so you made, I like so I sewed both, it all up. You undid the slit? So you So there's like a slit that goes up to the thigh yeah. and I sewed it back up. Wow, Becky, you're really making risks. I, yeah, no, I'm not. I, I don't take any risks. I, no one, no one wants to see that. I don't want to see that at a wedding. I guess it's like the fall, but I, it just doesn't look right on me. Some people can pull it off, but it's just like not the vibe for me. It seems like a lot of work. Well, I managed it. Yeah, because you're a manager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what she does. She manages people's things. Bossy pants. Man- she manages people. That's your cover of your book. But like instead of the, you know the cover with Tina Fey when she's like this, with the one hand of her, it's her autobiography called Bossy Pants. Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining you, but like the hand is like Prince Charles's hand. We're <laughs> <laughs> just covering my body. Like don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> like in a hairnet at work. Just stop referencing this hairnet. <laughs> we'll take it out of our continuity jokes. <laughs> our callback it's offensive yeah exactly we can have that talk that's fair we can have that talk send it to HR <laughs> exactly HR is me Daisy <laughs> Rose in a, in a slutty outfit <laughs> with like pasties <laughs> with like an eyes wide shut mask <laughs> <laughs> or like Hannibal <laughs> Like the tongue out. I just make you rub lotion all over yourself. Like HR. HR stands for hand lotion rubbing. Hand rubs. (laughs) What did you think HR stood for? Hard and rough. (laughs) Hello, Clarice. Hello, Rebecca. That's what it stands for. Hello, Rebecca. That's what it stands for. We designed the whole HR unit to just be about hello, Rebecca. (laughs) Just to scare me. But it's coming from different points in the room. It's Michael Darby's voice. It's coming from underneath the floorboards. Mm -hmm. Coming from inside your head. <laughs> Do you remember the movie The Cell with Jennifer Lopez? The premise of the <laughs> film is that like she's like, I guess, a special unit forensic psychologist or something, and she they have technology where you can go into serial killers' minds and like try and figure out where they're coming from. And she does, and I'll send you images from it. It's really iconic, but the imagine. Imagery looks Michael cool. Darby. I don't think I've seen it. It's really good. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if it holds up. I saw it when I was a kid and I thought it was like amazing. I think it's not John Galliano's. No, it's a, I think it's a, a Japanese fashion designer who made the clothes for that movie. Yeah, the outfits look sick. So, should we uh, dive into the pod? Yes, but before we do, let's just take a little break for our listeners. Okay. And we're back. How's Hi. your pick? It's good. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, so did you pick up any clues from the intro? Mm, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I have these words floating around in my head of like what the, the theme of the season is. And I think the intro hints at that. I think it's about sex and power. Mm-hmm. And I think that the intro shows a lot of like dynamics between two people that are charged. So sexual power. Maybe, yeah, I guess. Like that thing where they get the picture of Homer Simpson 
passed out on the bathroom floor with the dark <laughs> curtain. Like they say, I know exactly him, what you mean. They say it gives him sexual powers. <laughs> <laughs> he is giving White Lotus though. Uh, Homer would love the White Lotus. Marge would love the White Lotus. It's giving Rancho Relaxo. Honestly, Marge is kind of like Daphne. No. She's yeah. Marge is more endearing than Daphne. Marge isn't I think, like... I think Daphne's endearing. Kill, Marge isn't like, I'm gonna kill you, homie! Like, every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I know that was another thing I want to talk about. We can get into that later. What? But just like, uh, there, how many like obvious references of like Daphne being like, I'm gonna kill you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that makes me think that it's a red herring. Okay. So yeah, I really didn't get much from the intro. If I was lining up the actors' names with what was going on in the scene, I would say that Aubrey is a bird attacking another bird. She's catching a bird in her mouth, like Becky likes to do. <laughs> like I am known to do. Yeah, exactly. Another reason why you're Aubrey. Yeah. Um, and then that Jennifer Coolidge is a monkey in chains. Mm, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But overall. It was giving me the video for GUI, Lady Gaga, with uh, the housewives and Andy Cohen. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's you, tr- very true. Can you imagine? They just, like, splice it in and, like... <laughs> what's, Venus. What's the, what's the witch's name again from Beverly? Oh, Carlton. Yeah, Carlton is there. Carlton did it. Honestly, she would. Speaking of who did it, like, can we talk about who you would cast for season three? Oh, I forgot to answer this. Oh, I'm so sorry. But can I, I give did... you my list? Okay, so yeah, you can just react in real I time. Did, to my list. What I did, like, skip over the thoughts really quickly before you give me a spoilers. I did have like a, a brief like mental list, and it was mostly like obviously Molly Shannon and Jake Jennifer Coolidge were there, but I would do like a lot of probably my freaking. Definitely would just do my like cast of comedians that I like, you know who I mean, like Bowen Yang, Matt Rogers, and all of those kids. That'd be fun. Bowen was on my list. No way. Yeah. He would be so cute. Yeah. I can see him in a little Hawaiian shirt. I could see him being really funny on the show. Yeah. Of uh, being like an overbearing okay. guest. And just or like something. Vanessa Bayer and like who's the one from Shrill? Eddie Bryant. Amy Bryant, yeah. But then I need, like, some serious actors, but I don't really follow serious actors. Anyways. Do you want to hear my list? Yes. Okay. So, Tony Collette. I don't know who that is. Tony Hawk. <laughs> Tony Hawk <laughs> as uh, Larry David. <laughs> yeah, but only as Larry David. So that's hey, a woman? You're just, like, not gay enough. Like, you don't know who Tony Collette is. Yeah. From Hereditary, the, the mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm okay, this is a good one. June Diane Raphael. Yeah. Because she has that, like, bitch vibe. Yeah, she just seems like she deserves luxury. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan Stalter. Oh my god, yeah. So that's, like, who I would include in the group that I was bringing up earlier. Kiki Palmer would be good. Who's, I'm gonna look. I hate how little you know. What is she in? Black... Was she in... Um... She's in Nope. She's the main character in okay. that. Cool. Um, little, you say, I hate how little you know. I hate how little you know. <laughs> As if this is like knowledge that's scholarly. <laughs> this is knowledge. Like, this is how little absorbs. <laughs> mm. I don't, um, things don't absorb into me, but we have to meet me where I am at. Okay. Can I keep going? No. Yes. Okay. Um, John Early. Yes, that's the same group in like Caperland. Yeah, it's the same group. And, and like I guess couple. like I was on a Sopranos kick. I think Edie Falco, who played Carmela, would be really good on it. Do you, I guess you never watched Sopranos, but Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. Oh, Jane Lynch. Yes, she would be good. I wrote Jamie Lee Curtis on my list. Oh, yeah. She's like more of an action horror, but Sigourney Weaver. She would be good. I like, I like or... Sigourney Weaver on that list. Who's the one from Glee that's the bitchy one that pooped in the wig? Oh. <laughs> What's her name? Leah Michelle. Yeah, she would actually probably be good cast because she's kind of She would like, probably unlikable. like put her whole pussy into that role. She would sing the intro. Woo! 
<laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm looking at my list and be like, who would who would be the actress that you would know? Oh, um, yeah, it's true. What's his name? Who does John? Um, who does uh, Divine? What's his name? John Waters. Yeah, that'd be funny. John Waters. Well, okay. I guess I I guess is sort of in the same vein of John Waters. I said Amy and David Sedaris. Hmm. They would be good, like as like a brother or sister. Oh yeah, duo. another one that I was thinking was Kristen Wiig, like as if it was um, Del Mar. Yeah, like that. I I guess this is like you don't watch the show for any listeners that do. I wrote Anna Shay from Bling Empire. If anyone is like a, a Netflix like Bling Empire watcher, like Anna Shay is Jennifer Coolidge from the show, like full on. She's Anna Nicole Smith. She well, she's giving Anna Nicole like a- Anna Shay is like this. She's the heiress to like a Russian billionaire who made like arms for the Russian military. But she's a billionaire heiress. She's a so dissociated like pillhead woman, and she's really good on the show. She's so strange. She has, like blurs everything she says. I love her. I keep on trying to like make a joke, but since it's like kind of a satire, it's hard to like. Every time I cast like a. Uh character that I think would be funny it's like oh wait that would actually work (laughs) this is my last kind of suggestion I think it would be a great comeback for her is Rosie O'Donnell yeah I don't know how she could fit in though because she's going for like this butchy like man (laughs) (laughs) careful Peter but yeah I guess like what are you saying? I don't know. It just like she comes off as like uh too much of a hard ass to be want to take a vacation. I think that White Lotus needs people who are abrasive. Yeah. I guess she is abrasive. And people who don't belong in paradise, you know, mm-hmm. that like sort of thing. Yeah. We definitely need like clash, not like a bunch of comedians. Yeah, not just a bunch of like 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 just like sexy, like size two people. Mm-hmm. Or James Gordon. James Corden, yeah. Um, oh my God, if you watch, I would hate that he would be on that because I hate when he's in anything. But yeah, Rihanna. Is he, like, is James Corden just a total, like, industry, like, psyop? Like, what is he? That's true. He is, just like Rita Ora. Like, no, it's like, I don't know why he's here. I know, because it's like, they just flew him in and it's like, yeah. where did you come from? And we're all expected to just like, like accept this person as like, now like, uh, just a feature on our yeah. feed. Like, yeah. who is he? I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. That's true. It's like, what is... He's an industry plant, full on. It makes sense though, because I'm sure like, we need them. And that mm-hmm. they would be desperate to come over here to be a plant would be very like unexpected yeah i don't know if you saw like all the things well obviously because he had like kind of had that like call out what a week or two ago about like how ill-behaved he was at a restaurant but like now people are finding clips online of him stealing directly like other comedians jokes yeah i saw another who was it who reacted um the guy ricky gervais Mm mm-hmm reacted to his joke being stolen and he said that i think he's like a sad person (laughs) or i feel bad for him (laughs) oh my god that's like that's like ultimate burn like yeah i i want you to get help basically but it's like yeah smart it's a smart thing to say (laughs) that's all you can say like Mm -hmm. you're not gonna sue them over like the the rights to like i guess your intellectual property or something but yeah i saw like a pretty direct clip of him stealing verbatim like a stand-up bit from Noel Fielding and stuff. I don't even like steals it himself. He just says like shitty writers. But well for all you know that like his writers have permission to use it from the comedians. Like I don't know how that works. Like comedians sell their jokes. It's a thing. But yeah. I don't like him. I never liked him. I want him to go back to where he came from. (laughs) We need to cancel more white men. Something that came up in that I was thinking of something that was mentioned in episode one. I was trying to think like about trying to dissect the Harper and Cameron dynamic, you know, Cameron being like that, like weird alpha male and Harper. How much was revealed this episode? Harper. She's a lawyer. And that like Cameron, he was saying that like a lawyer that's in his life knew that he was on vacation with her 
And he was like, do you have anything to say to him? And Harper was like, I'm glad you passed the bar kind of thing. Cause well, cause she, she's like a worker's rights lawyer. And I think that like, maybe Cameron wanted to be on vacation with her to pick her head of us. No, that like Cameron owns a company or something. You might be anticipating like some sort of like worker's rights violation that like his company's committing and that like he needs to like get on her side. Okay. It's like a, he's it's like doing, a business thing. Yeah. He's doing damage that, like, control. Damage he, control. Is your, what's your saying? Damage control or like figuring out like what, what he's dealing with. Okay. That's a hot take from Becky. We'll put the graphic alongside that with you and your spicy sauce. Yeah. And it'll be DJ Khaled. <laughs> DJ Khaled. <laughs> okay. So we get it. Ethan goes for his morning run and we leave the resort for the first time in this series. Did you note that? I did. It felt it felt good. Yeah, it felt liberating. It felt like a spiritual experience. Yeah. Tanya wakes up and Greg is pissed off. Valentina storms sexily down the stairs. And I wrote that she's the antithesis of the host from last season, or like the concierge. Armand, yeah, yeah, who I loved. I, know, I love he, Valentina though. I'm a, I, I, I like like Valentina. She's so beautiful and sexy. and she's so bad at her job. I love her. She is good at her job. I she's think... good and she's bad. Like I think that she's just like a, she's like a girl boss <laughs> in the most like like worst way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, know what um, I figured out? I did what? not realize this. That you know the actor who plays Greg, Tanya's husband. Okay. Do you know who he was? He was the uncle in Napoleon Dynamite. That makes sense. That makes a lot of he, sense. He uncle that, like, Rico. Sunburnt look or whatever. Yeah, he, he looks like he's been left out in the sun. Yeah, did you? I think I told you this before, but Napoleon Dynamite was kind of a breakthrough movie in terms of like the genre of comedy, but mm-hmm. the actor could have gone pretty far, but he had like weird, like fundamentalist. <gasps> really the like the main character like the guy who played napoleon yeah. really yeah because he was in a movie with will ferrell no yeah. will arnett yeah. no but he did well for yeah but it was written by will ferrell or i don't know i always think or was in that that group of comedians. i think will ferrell is in it um maybe okay so Tanya, but he's too conservative to exist in hollywood yeah, exactly uh, Tanya comes down for breakfast and sees Portia. Why isn't Portia facing the corner? But Greg is kind of caught on for the first time that Portia's there. He, he catches her eye. Yeah. Harper and Tanya get their first interaction. And that interaction was interesting, you know, like where Tanya's always like in this state of like permanent like drunkenness, you know, like yeah. sort of fumbling needs, or like, whatever. Like she's like a Kathy Hilton, and she needs mm. she draws like that. I need someone to take care of me vibe. Totally, that's a really good observation. I just don't put that together now, but it's true. And where people are like, this woman can't take care of herself. Like I need to help her. She's gonna hurt her. And some people find it cute, and some people don't find it cute. Like but, I think but, that, but ultimately, the person is in charge, and they know what they're doing. You want, I wonder. With Tanya, you mean? With Kathy? Yeah. For sure. With Kathy, there's enough video evidence to prove that Kathy is not always that person that, like, she can, like, she literally can just switch in and out of personas, like, no one's business. Well, like, Tanya, I think, is just this person. I think she's always in a state of, like, disassociation and, like, uh, unlike <laughs> probably a cacophony of pills. And What worries me if Tanya is involved with the killing is that she's does that implicate her? And does that mean she's not going to be on the next season? Because I want her to be like the rock of like the series. Yeah, like the 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 colonel. The colonel. Yeah, we'll see. Because if, even if she does commit a crime, we don't know if she'll get caught. But we also know Greg's leaving. Or is we don't know for sure because it ended with kind of. Well, okay. that we it ended in a way that we know <laughs> that she now knows. Yeah. That Greg is cheating on her. Spoiler. Imagine people are like watching the episode <laughs> like alongside of the podcast simultaneously. Yeah. Harper wants some time alone with her book, but call- gets called over to Cameron and Daphne, and the boys sit down with Porsche. Porsche sits down with the boys. 
And I realized that Dom's business meeting was actually sex with Lucia. 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 Yeah, with a C in Italy. It's C-H, Italian. Okay, but what I wanted to say when they're at breakfast, Cameron, Daphne, and Harper, he's like, incompetence makes me homicidal. I'm like, why would Cameron said that when talking about other people's incompetence? And she was like, uh, Daphne was like, oh, he just snaps. Remember that? Yeah, I, I made a note about that where, like, we see that, like, he's having this heated phone call and Daphne has, like, a, like a, this almost, like, kind of, like, self-satisfied smirk on her face and she's, like, likes so it cute. when he, like, loses it, you know? Yeah, it's like, he's and so cute. We find out that he's talking to customer service, you know? Like, he's not even talking about, like, his business or anything. He's just complaining at the airlines. That's what I would do, though. I have no patience for that kind of stuff. But I'm just, well, just I, I just him. think that, like, if the theme of the season is like kind of sex and power, there's something Daphne gets out of watching her husband lose his fucking cool at people. And that's interesting because I think that's really emasculating when I see people do that, especially men. Like, when they lose their temper, I immediately feel less attracted to them. Like, I just don't, don't think there's a redeeming quality in it. Well, Daphne's like, oh he's you know he's losing it like and feeling attracted to him in that moment it's interesting but what do you think about the kind of the line incompetence makes me homicidal it makes me think that it's too much of a red herring to be like, mm, yes i know what you mean like even just having the word like homicidal thrown around you're like okay exactly it's like <gasps> homicidal <laughs> it's like no homo yeah, <laughs> no homo, no homicidal. No homicidal. It's like, oh, this soup is so hot. I could kill a man. <laughs> I could kill myself. <laughs> and, and I'll take y'all with me. This soup is so hot. I'll kill myself. Daisy looked at you when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't joke about that. <laughs> Her, she looks so don't joke about that. I know that. she does. It's so oh my God. Funny. I love you. Okay. We're not joking about suicide, baby. <laughs> Just murder suicide. Murder suey. Just murder sueys. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay, so they Carper gets sus because Daphne and Cameron say they never fight. Yes. And like what are your thoughts on like that as a statement? It's completely psycho. And even saying that out loud, you must realize how psycho that is. Yeah, because like we've seen no evidence so far in Daphne and Cameron's relationship that it's bad. Like their relationship seems like really nice. I had an epiphany though, because that's very like metaphorical for uh, building up and exploding like Mount Everest. Mm, like a volcano. And yeah, we keep on doing these volcano references. So that could be a huge tie into the plot of like, oh, he's so calm and then explodes. They might just be <clears> like <throat> very compatible people where like she's someone who doesn't even know whether she's registered to vote or not. Like she's not someone who's like, she's not a details person that she just wants to. Um, yeah, she wants to be amicable no matter what. And um, what did you think of her outfits? I thought they were a total boyfriend repellent. I couldn't remember. I guess they weren't even that new. They were just like over the top, like dressing for girls basically but i guess because mm. i remember harper's outfits because they were cute but daphne was like dressed i feel like in a way that was intentional for the viewer to find her annoying <laughs> okay interesting i guess i i will take note of that next time okay so harper walks into boner town usa Ethan she did is wanking it and I was watching this part and holding it, and it was not safe for work because there no. was pornography. I thought that, like, it was interesting where I had, like, immediately when I knew that Harper was walking in on him, I thought that it would be, like, this argument. But she was trying to de-escalate the situation and be like, can I be included in this? And he just, like, was shutting her out. It's almost, like, a testament to, like, Harper has these boundaries and walls up in general with people because she does get rejected by her own husband yeah it's like you're on vacation dude like let your dick get sucked by your wife jeez and, oh yeah no he didn't even like the suggestion of it like she made the effort. he had no spontaneity in his heart like he he couldn't like yeah just see her in that lens i think he's just yeah and can we talk about how sexy ethan was looking ethan's hot he's my new fave sexiness yeah he's he's gorgeous 
And I think there was a lot of memes being like, whoa, hello, we're not expecting I know, that. we didn't get to see that side of him. And now mm-hmm. we know. And now we I know. I feel like he had a prosthetic boner because what are you going to do? Like fluff in front of like an entire set? That wouldn't make any sense. And then. You might. I don't, maybe. But, I don't like know. for your boner to go like all the way out to your hip that far would have to be <laughs> eight or nine inches. And like, that's insane. Yeah. I would. Mike White, yeah, definitely puts that in the budget. These like prosthetic dicks for every episode. There's definitely a prosthetic dick situation because yeah, there are so much primping already in terms of like makeup and everything. They wouldn't like have someone like getting hard in between takes. It would make no sense. And it just seems like that would be a a, a hello Rebecca problem. (laughs) Yeah, would be. That's a callback joke. As we say, (laughs) that's a callback to our HR department. Jake Jennifer Cool is just this really good monologue talking about her dream. <gasps> oh my god, that was so nice. I know. I need to get the script so you can do an impression because it's like Oh yeah, you should. But yeah, I wrote down like Tanya's perfect day and that like uh she just said she wanted to be chic and happy. I'm like, same. That's all yeah. I want. My like abbreviation of it was just that she wants clams and cigs. And I'm like, same. Same. Yeah. Same. Uh, just my note going on. The mm-hmm. audience wants more impressions from of Jay Cool by you. Okay, I need some direct dialogue. I'll make a note. <laughs> okay, so Harper needs to get booked. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think they have a good relationship? Do you think they're just awesome? Harper and Ethan? No. Okay. No. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like. I was going to say, do you like morning sex? And then I was like, I assume you do because you're comatose at like 7 p.m. <laughs> and that would be problematic. I like comatose sex. You're such a cute like sleeper. You just like pass right out after I like, do. 8 p.m. And you're like, me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a permanent reserve of like ambient in my brain. Yeah, it's so cute. And I'm like, I guess I should go home now, AJ. <laughs> yeah, I'm the type of girl that falls asleep at parties. Mm-hmm. I have the word, the quote, "bitch, you're fired." Did someone say that on the on the show? "Bitch, you're fired." Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, it was the uh, the sluts in the window, and she was like, "Bitch." Oh yes. Fired. And then I wrote in my notes, "That's Elon taking over Twitter." <laughs> yeah. Topical wrote, humor. Topical humor. I wrote that. Um. But uh, Lucci and Mia are like the Abby and Alana from Broad City. Oh my god, I swear to god, that was in my notes too. <laughs> yeah. I'll even show you. It's like That's I put so Broad funny. City Girl. Yeah, I put Broad City Girls. Because They're Broad City of Sicily. Because Lucia is always trying to sex up. That's the other one's name? Yes, Mia. And Mia. then like and that she like loves her deeply. Yeah. Like she's always looking at her so affirmingly, just being like, I you got this. Where to God that's in my notes. I have uh, That's I so cute. Oh my god, I love that we came to that same conclusion. Oh, you guys, I just got chills. This is why we're doing <laughs> podcast together like, for one person. Um uh, Ciao Stanza. Bye bitch. That's what it means. Another title of episode, possibly. Ciao Stanza. I was gonna say, Did you feel like it was? I want to talk about like like the Jennifer Coolidge, like Tanya Gray, their her Sisley dream and stuff. I thought it was unnecessarily cruel. I didn't really like the joke where Valentina called her Peppa Pig. I didn't like that. That was funny. I don't know. I I but, so, something about it didn't land because I'm like but, realistically, no listen. concierge would ever say that to no, someone. No, no, no. I have a theory because there was another pig reference. It later on so I was going I put in my notes is there something about the folklore with pigs because okay it was like two at least two references to pigs and I don't think Mike White hmm. do things like that on purpose you know what I mean oh do you remember what the references were um I'm going to go down in my note it'll come okay. up later in the notes so, okay uh, oh, that's yeah. interesting okay I did I did not pick up on that so like I'm curious you know I think it was something to do with like sex and be like you're a pig kind of thing. Mm, okay. So okay, cool. Like, my flag. My uh, of like yeah, just like a degrading thing to call or yeah. just like to like introduce into like the discourse of sex. Mm-hmm. Because he could have chose a lot of things and he chose Peppa Pig. So I feel Right. Like- yeah, which is random. Uh, yeah, exactly. 
but I put the Valentina scene was genius. Cecilia looks gorge. Harper is trying to be friendly to Cameron. Finally. Yeah. Everyone's trying to be friendly to everyone in that like that that couple circle. And it's pretty strained. It's hard to watch. Like if you just have a four-way already, like it's fucking Italy, just bang it out, like on the beach. Yeah. Everyone seems to like just be so suspicious of each other. Would you ride a Vespa? I don't know. Peter notoriously fell off of one. In- I know. You got all fucked up from it. Peter got all fucked up in Ibiza. Yeah, you did. Took a spill in Ibiza. <laughs> you did. Mm-hmm. You still have scars. I wanted to sh- show Avicii I was cool. Yeah, I have tons of scars. But it's not really that noticeable. And I would ride a scooter again, but they are death traps. Vespa's they answer. are. I also, own a, I own a scooter, but it's electric, and it goes, like, way slower than the Vespa. Yeah. So, yeah. Fall off that horse, Becky girl. hmm I love that. Horse girl. I love toys. I love riding things. You know me. I wrote down my notes just so we don't go too far past it. You know, like, when Dom gave Lucci and Mia, like, access to his room? No. As if that wasn't the most iconic scene of the entire episode. Well, I wrote down the quote that Dom said, which I think is foreshadowing, is he said, please don't make me regret this. And I think that's foreshadowing. I didn't pick up on that, but I do remember him saying that. So I had a subconscious, like, note. when. Yeah. But I love that scene. Yeah, (laughs) me too. The whores were whoring. Whores. The whores. Okay. I was wanted to mention like how I think I don't know enough about Roman mythology, but I know that that will play a role in this whole series of like referencing the themes of sex and death and rebirth and stuff in Roman mythology. Because like Bert told the story of Hades raping Persephone, like kind of out of nowhere. And it's like, it seems so graphic when he says it. And he's just trying to, like, say that, like, whatever Dom did did not, like, go anywhere near as bad as what Hades did to Persephone. But then that monologue cuts to when Cameron grabs Harper from underwater, you know? It's just, like, these moments of Because just, like, Cameron is, violation. like, coming from underground. Okay. Yeah. And that, like, he's violating her. He's scaring her. And I wrote down the quote. He said to her, he's like, sorry, I had to do it. It's like that is like that is so Becky, like rapey. don't joke about rape. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about it. Yeah, that's a hot take. I never would have seen things like that. Yeah, I think that we just maybe need to keep our feelers out for how like mythology will play into interactions yeah. between certain characters. Um so I there's a funny scene where Dom is confronted by Bert about being messy. And then I, because like he's like, you got to keep it tight. Oh, yeah. I like the cheating. And I'm like, Dom is a messy bottom. Uh oh, stinky. Like, father, like, okay. yeah. Sorry, Daisy. Oh, that's so funny. There's a dog barking for Daisy's person. She does this, Daisy does this thing though when, okay, that beep. She tries to communicate with me. She whacks the Roomba so it like goes out <laughs> of place and then it'll make a beep. So she'll like jump on the Roomba so it'll like, it's like that, you know how dogs like press the button to say That's like, so funny. I know. What a she, smart girl. I know. It's like her way of saying something. It's like, I like need trying to get your attention. Yeah. Because it wow. does get my attention. I'm like, it's not that bad. She's a little baby genius. She is a baby genius. She's smarter than all of us. Jay-Z for president. <laughs> <laughs> Did you vote today in the American election? <laughs> yeah, I voted in the American election. With Daisy Rose Wilson. So is that for like... The midterms, yeah. Midterms. Daisy's on the ballot as a. What would she be? Daisy's what would she run as? She, yeah, she's independent for sure. Sausage party. <laughs> Sausages party. <laughs> <laughs> the greenies party. Oh my god, she loves greenies. <laughs> she doesn't even like sausages. She just likes greenies. Every dog loves greenies, but yeah, Why? She's part of the they're so party. gross smelling and like they're so gross smelling. I it don't smells know like vitamins, but I've never met a dog that doesn't love greenies. <laughs> so cute, she just did the like tossing her just... hair back and forth. Um, <laughs> she's living her Willow she's, Smith over she's here. She's in a fugue. 
Yeah, see, that's those greenies. It's like the only thing that really likes. Okay, so where are we in the plot? We learn Greg is in a prenup. That's big. Right. Yeah, that is big. Because mm-hmm. I was wondering about like why he was in this marriage. Exactly. And last episode, I was talking about are we going to, I like referenced, are we going to talk about the marriage? But I didn't actually mean you and me. I meant like how the show is going to talk about the marriage. And I guess we are learning more about like the dynamic of like what happened in between like those seasons. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting. And it definitely gives a lot of insight into his motives. For sure. Yeah. And yeah, Tanya kind of has a rare moment of clarity. Yeah. Lucidity. So yeah, like everyone essentially is dining in like the last scene of the film on the film of the show. So everyone's out at dinner. We get I mean, like I'm not really interested in the Portia and Albie subplot. Them as like the like uh Gen Z or couple, I'm like, okay, like whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but when they kissed, I was like, that's hot. And now I want to watch. Because I was like, at first I thought it was like kitty porn. And now I'm like, Well, I have mixed feelings about that. Because, you know, he was saying stuff about when they were at dinner. He he did this thing where, like, he self-identified. What? Everyone in my notes, Portia on her date with Albie is giving Demi Lovato. What do you mean? He's like, I like mugs because they're warm. (laughs) (laughs) you hold them in your hand but i also wrote that demi demi portia has no backstory (laughs) which is sus we don't know anything about her life whenever like they talk about her she's like they just talk about she just talked about her problems she doesn't talk about like her family or anything that happened to her so i'm like yeah not yet portia did it um yeah team portia did it so I wrote down in my notes that I thought it was weird when Portia and Albie were having dinner where he sort of self-identified as like a nice guy, which I think is like a red flag. But like that is freaking 17. Leave him alone. I don't know. Well, when are these 17? I think he's probably like 20 years old. I thought it was weird though. Like, so when they did have their kiss, she was grieving, uh, not grieving, like she was um, venting to him. And then he shut her up by asking if he could kiss her. And I, it's like he was totally misreading the situation. Yeah, and then her reaction was to... like, oh, okay. Like it was like, it was, her mind was so not there. Yeah, and... but Portia's always like a wet blanket. And she, he's never going to get that opportunity because she just never, it's just like complaining all the time. How are you going to segue from Is like, that how you like initiate like sex? Is like, well, if you're always wet blanket, <laughs> I might as well just like shut you up and ask if I can kiss you. It's like, yeah, just might as well use room. that use that blanket as a muscle <laughs> to shut you up. <laughs> the sh- Soak that blanket in chloroform. Oh my God, <laughs> Peter. Whatever. I don't feel bad because Portia's the murderer. She's yeah, like obviously she's got blood on her hand. Oh, she's now. got blood on her sweater vest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like more vibes. Like, I wrote, I, I, anyways, I just, I just felt weird about their whole interaction where I feel like they're he's a bit like um trying to prove that he's like the nice guy when he knows a totally that his dad and his grandfather are not nice guys. But he yeah, but that's what that happens when, like, your parents are alcoholics and you're like, I'll never drink. So he's probably, I'll believe it. I'll believe it. I uh, think it's just, he doesn't know what it means to, like, be a nice guy and that to, like, actually, what it requires is to treat women as equals. Be a nice guy. That's Jennifer Coolidge would say. Um, <laughs> be a, a nice guy. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. Nice guy. Hi. <laughs> Hi. He's always thinking of me. You want a hot dog real bad? <laughs> I wrote, imagine if the White Lotus was decorated like 2001 Tuscan aesthetic. Like Oh my like, God, like skinny Italian Teresa. Yeah. There's just like these like giant bottles of olive oil with like, oh, with the with, like herbs in inside. Them? Yeah. With the peppers <laughs> in them. There's and, like, like rooster aesthetic. Yeah. Everything is a rooster. All- Everything is a <laughs> Welcome to the White Lotus. Welcome. Welcome to the White Lotus. <laughs> She's the concierge. She had like decorated the whole thing herself. 
got it from America to like look custom. <laughs> Imported from America. Yeah. <laughs> from Crate and Barrel. Lotus. And it's like, <laughs> like looks like Buca de Beppo. <laughs> yeah, the the um what's what was you Doreen's want, lounge called? The lemon lounge or something? Do you right? want a free breadstick? Do you want a breadstick? You're free. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a breadstick? <laughs> Not free of calories though. Uh, one of my last okay. notes. What? I, okay. Before that, before your last notes, you had a theory about Cameron being the alpha, and they literally yeah. like said it blatantly. He said it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought um, was hot take. I was like, oh, Becky's theories, and then it just like justified our whole doing reason for doing everything and it's all documented and it's all out the there before the season yeah we have the receipts now that yeah i wrote i wrote down no the alpha dog thing and that like we saw in the end of the episode that harper wanted to be subservient to ethan because she wants to be that trophy exactly. wife on some level She's like trying that to be the a party part of her is insecure that she's not a prize you what know? is it that Heather says? Like the fun time girl, she wants to be that. Yeah, totally. She that like Harper knows it's that the there are consequences girl. to good her time. not being a good time girl. That like it makes it so that like her like filthy rich husband might not you know stick around or something. We know that like that like insecurities peeking into Harper. Like she just I don't think she had to think about these things before because she was never confronted with like people who like live on the other side. Like the grass is greener people. And how Daphne has, like, cracked the code, essentially, <clears throat> of, like, being this trophy wife and that, like, her marriage seems really good. Yeah, but they keep on, Daphne keeps on making references to murderer, which another one when they were having sex, she was like, and I will cut, if I wanted to cut your balls off, I could. Or castrate them, yeah. I wrote down, like, castration in my notes because that's also very, like, mythological. Exactly. Like, that is a huge theme in Roman myth. Mm-hmm is castration and stuff it's like just the power play between like the sexes and like whoever has power <laughs> at any moment it's really hard to tell and there was another illusion which was Sicilian women are more dangerous than gunshots does that mean that one of the whores shoots someone with a gun yeah maybe or yeah no because we know that like they're not going away. Lucci and Mia are here to stay. They're there for the whole week. They have uh, their own room. They're my favorite characters. It's like made me fall in love with the show, probably those two the most. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the brevity of the show, for sure. Two Florida whores. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean brevity? Like, that's such a good word. Can you tell me what it means? Um. Okay, well. Look up the, like the, the hero? Video. Does it mean like the hero? No, it's like um, okay. Definition of brevity. Definition. They have nice boobs. Yeah, that's what it means. Take a crack on those two, eh? Anyways, I think the only last thing you ever got it. Oh, I thought Becky that you're gonna. I just stopped working. I didn't want to look it up. Greg cheating on Tanya. We know for sure that he is. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't listen with subtitles like you told me I should but we know enough that he said I think he said I love you to whoever he was talking to and that I'll be yeah. home soon and that was yeah and he also said like oh she's clueless like she doesn't know yeah but yeah brevity but do you think he's talking to a man or a woman brevity means briefness of expression do you think he's talking to a man or a woman because is it the same it person he's talking to you? but we don't know yeah but uh maybe the subtitles were trying to mislead me on purpose what, what did it say like what the other person on the other end was saying it was like rob or something so they said like oh bye rob or something but maybe that was yeah the, i think he said that i'm oh you know it's just hard to read all the things that's going on my last note is that mount edna's gonna blow her load all over town yeah they they referenced it once in the middle of the episode where it's like you could see the magma coming out Oh, yeah. Which is like the pre-com of exactly. The That's it. That, what did you say that your themes were? Sex and power. And yeah, what is more powerful and coming to fruition than a volcano? 
and the, the volcano is named after a woman. Okay, So let's uh, I think it, I think it is about like female it's power. the load queen. <laughs> <laughs> Low timber all over you. yeah, Etna coming for those loads. Yeah. But yeah, Greg is being a little sneaky snake, and that's kind of the cliffhanger that we're left with the last episode. I felt Mm -hmm. so well, bad. and Tanya's fully in the know she saw it for her own self like it's not even a question of, like we saw like, like her expression in the window that she was just like like almost like the volcano about to explode And if you were Tanya, what would you say? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> give me something to say Oh my, looks like that volcano is about to explode real fast. fast. <laughs> I think Jimbo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how you say it. You are Jimbo fully. Looks like the volcano is about to explode real bad. I'm like, great. <laughs> oh my God. I can't do it. You're so much better. I don't want you to do it. Uh, do you have any um what did we what are your afterthoughts what who done it After thoughts, I don't really know. Um, I think we covered a lot of like the things that were floating around in my mind, and that we, I think we right now have like establishing themes that I think it's about loads sex relationships, loads upon loads, or hot lack loads of spicy lack of loads, love spicy magma love loads. magma taking magma in the poopy Taking magma on the face, on the tits. <laughs> Oh, that would hurt. That's, why is it spicy? <laughs> um yeah so i think we're gonna be dealing with themes of mythology and like, i i want to look up more about like story of hades and persephone like even just like the theme of castration like things like that like i do think that's gonna come back Yeah, they're going there and they're dipping their toe into some other folklore. yeah Specific. this is gonna be really entrenched in folklore i can tell Oh, Mike, you just make us do all our research. Can I get a phone? That, like, unrelated, that Jeffree Star Shane documentary came up. Oh my god, I watched the first one. It was so freaking stupid. Yeah, I bet. I was tried to, I literally watched like one second and it was like and I like was Yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a no for me. It's a no for me, dog. It's I I wonder how many views he's getting, whether people are watching it or not. I Two point five million. million dollars. Is that low for Um him though? I I have no idea. It's only been out like a couple weeks, I think. But I'll just, I I, I'll like reference another pod in our pod, um, the podcast Someplace Underneath, they just did a really huge series on like parasocial relationships and like childhood, child exploitation. What are And you they doing? follow, What are you trying to say, Becky? well, Jeffree Star is implicated in some of the stuff they were saying, like, it's bad, like where um, Oh, they do you have like, to tell. I'm interested. three episodes about I'm hooked. this he was the lead singer or is the lead singer of this band called blood on the dance floor never heard of them jeffree star toured with them for a while and the man was in a full-on sexual relationship with a 12 year old girl and jeffree star went on tour with them while this guy had a 12 year old girl as his girlfriend he was in his like late 20s early 30s and jeffree star obviously had no problem with it Sure, he didn't because he seems like he would have done anything for fame at the time. I just think Jeffree Star is so abhorrent, like. Yeah, I mean, over and over again, he gets caught, but that's still like kind of where our celebrity like bar is at. Like, we still let Paris Hilton get away with everything. So, Oh my God, the Paris Hilton, like, uh, quotes about, like, gay people I know. dying. And everyone's still like, Mama, Yes, like. yeah, exactly. And she, slay, yes, queen, got it. Slay. I can't imagine. <laughs> Yeah. she was a messy, messy girl. But I could still, I'm still like Team Paris because I grew up with her, even though she has no taste. She has like scary little taste. It's like But in the end, do you have any like overall questions or like. I don't think so. Um I think we covered a lot of things that were milling around in my head. What about you? Yeah, I think we got it all. I'm excited for the next episode.
Me too. Uh, yeah. Portia still did it. Yeah. Sweater best still gone done it. Sweater best gone done it. I hope we meet the family of the boys and get introduced with some new characters. I feel like when I was looking at the IMDb, we're going to learn meet some more characters. Okay, cool. That's good they, to know. Big And was there. <gasps> oh, she would be so good on White Lotus season three. Yeah. And uh, oh. Teresa was there and Joe. When they go meet the family, it's like Joe, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like yeah playing scopa with his whores did i tell you i got in playing scopa this summer did you i was gonna say um it's giving luca <laughs> which is... i think that's why we started playing it i think that's yeah maybe i mean i would did they play scopa on luca yeah there's an just okay. very briefly there's a when they're panning through the town someone goes scopa yeah it's really fun it's a good card game it's a little I, more I'm based on chance and say, skill. But... Mm. Yeah. Too late on the joke. Too late on the joke. Sorry. The bit too much <laughs> chance than skill. Well, yeah. Like that it's really just like, it's just AJ and I playing. We don't have much experience, but like my feeling is that it's not about how good you are at the game. I don't, there's a ton of skill behind it. I think it's just, it's playing like almost like gambling at the casino or something. It's like crib, which is mostly 90% chance. Yeah. Scopa de dopa. Scopa de pepe. Scopa de pepe. <laughs> when you hear your family. Run, stop. The Jersey Shore is there. Run. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we're done. This time, we're done. <laughs> okay. Well, you have anything else you wanted to say? Rebecca? You want to take it? Rebecca. Buka de Rebecca. <laughs> no i think i'm good okay well thank you guys so much for tuning in we know you love listening to us and we love you bye-bye bye buenas noches that's spanish arrivederci the shrimp cocktail podcast is created produced and edited by becky p and peter b find us on social media at shrimp cocktail podcast and on Twitter at Shrimp Podcast. A big special thanks goes out to Catherine at Camp Pat for our cover art and AJ at Grief.Jerky for our theme song. Please catfish us at shrimpcocktailpodcast at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love Shrimp Cocktail, be sure to follow us on Patreon for exclusive episodes and more. Bye!